Last time on Knights of the Road Table, the party along with Tortle Bard Wander Dirtle were looking for a missing knight in the swamps of Zolar Spiral. At the request of Old Tula, a rhyming hag, they were shrunk down to ant size to go inside a rotting tree. After fighting off a nasty bug infestation, they rescued Cyrano, a tiefling warlock, and saved the tree. Tula was pleased and granted each member a special ability for their bravery. After heading back to Glorm, they prepared for their next rescue mission. Hey, welcome back to Knights of the Rolled Table. We are starting off 2022. This is going to be the year of Rolled Table success. uh, All right. So we're going to continue from where we left off. And you guys are back in Glorn. It has been a day. Everybody had a long rest. You're around the table. You're discussing where you want to go next. And Raffaella comes in and she says, so have you made a decision? Um, I see that you all had breakfast. Um, is it going to be the Sunless Jungle where one of our mystery knights has been sent on a secret mission? Um, that's. Uh, I'm afraid I don't know much more than that other than... It how was, many uh, mystery knights are there? Like, how do we not know? We are the knights, right? Like, we should know who we are, right? The, the person that was sent, um, they wanted to keep the party relatively small, uh, being one, and... Apparently something is there or someone is there that knows something that's of great importance, but it, it was such it was of such importance that they didn't want to let anyone else know for fear of well, you know, when we had those um traitorous sort of events um mm-hmm. a while back, and this was during that time is when he was sent. So All right. and the other one before yeah. they before they Assassin. knew who they could trust, they sent this person to um, retrieve some information. That, that's all I know. I'm sorry. Um, it, it is a, quite a dangerous place. The Sunless Jungle is no joke, as they say. So, um, the, and then the other place, which I find quite charming uh, in, in terms of the vista, is Boulderbill, which is in the, U- the northern part of the United Kings realm. Um, as we know, the United Kings, um, many of their uh, cities have been overthrown by some of the lesser elites but um but this boulder bell area is more more of um it's more of a, a wine country um it's and and the chateau um which runs the small town has come under some scrutiny of of being uh, haunted and um the assassin was sent there to try to rid this cursed land of of whatever plague that's been um, bothering the people, but um, he never returned. Well, I'm in favor of the haunted winery, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> It'll go nicely with my cheese. And Boone speaks up and he says, Oh, if you do find a nice wine, make sure to bring it back. I'm trying to build up my collection. You know, have a couple of vintages that are some good choices for, for passerbys and for guests and whatnot. Oh, sure. Well, I- a sunless jungle does not sound like a good environment to grow grapes, so I guess we'd have to go to the uh, 
to the to the winery one, right? Yeah, we better check it out. Excellent. And, well, that is a good choice, and uh, I will send you there uh, momentarily. But first, if anyone would like a, um, a boon, I believe you have uh, the ability to um, boost some confidence, as it were. Would anyone like to have a um, an ability uh, given to them by boon? Oh, sure. Why not? Yeah, sure. That was kind of fun. Oh, yeah, did anybody get to use their special talent that I uh, was able to give them last time? <laughs> I used mine, and I think it, a good time was had by all, and there will be no negative repercussions for what I did with uh, my dancing spell, so uh, bring it on. Sure, sure, okay. Uh, okay, uh, Igneous, uh, so he concentrates real hard, and, and um, I have not prepared anything, so we're just going to see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so he concentrates real hard and shoots a beam at you, and you feel a sparkly tingle in your feet. And for one hour, um, you have an extra foot of movement. Yeah. <laughs> an extra foot? That's great for monks. Oh, Just of movement. One, okay. Uh, of <laughs> movement. <laughs> no, you didn't grow a third foot. <laughs> <laughs> Although that would be funny. <laughs> Um, you have Flurry one feet. You have one extra feet of foot of movement. It's one little move. foot that grows off of my big foot, and when I make my regular <laughs> oh. movement, it just takes one more step. <laughs> no, this is what it is. This is what okay. This is what it is. So he's like, oh, I'm gonna try to give you. I'm gonna really try to concentrate this time, guys. I'm gonna. I'm right. gonna give you. What do you want? Like more movement? Uh, yeah, that'd be great. Okay, so he he beams you, and then uh, and then you notice this little foot growing out of your other foot um, <laughs> and it has, and it has a little boot. And uh, so mechanically how this works is when you, if you kick somebody uh, that, that foot can also kick and it will produce, uh, it will provide one damage. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Baby foot. <laughs> it's a little, it's a little extra foot. Um, this is all right. the weirdest thing I can remember happening to me. This will go away later, right? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I think it's really temporary. Sorry. Uh, sorry. Right. I, I'm really trying to focus on, like, instead of making it random chaos magic, I, I'm really trying to focus on, like, making something happen. So, but okay. uh, it's kind of tricky. Anybody else? Well, I did want one, but I'm second guessing <laughs> that decision at this point. Uh, but oh, boom, come on. Why not? It'll be a lark. Let's do it. That you'd like. I'd like to be a little bit more deadly. Okay, deadly, sure. Uh, let me think about that. <clears throat> All right. To other and then, people, so he not myself. <laughs> he no, too late, and he <laughs> just he's, he beams you. <laughs> he he shoots a beam at you. <laughs> and and, uh, and <laughs> re-roll a character. He uh, shoots a black glowing beam at you kind of like the dark the dark saber and it's like this black beam but it's glowing and this this sort of uh energy sort of uh reverberates inside of you and you see your hands turn this kind of um veiny black kind of charcoal color and then it sort of sinks in uh like like ink sinking into a paper and um and then it goes back so i have no idea what just happened uh, well, um, uh, I'm looking her over for appendages. <laughs> just, I'm, uh, I was really trying to focus arms, on. No, I check. didn't. 
didn't grow any extra hands. Um, I, I was trying to do something with your, with your touch, you know, that you said you wanted to be more deadly. So maybe when you touch something, it might create, uh, uh, deadliness. Igneous, come over here. Let me touch you. I <laughs> mm, don't. Uh, why don't you touch the foot? <laughs> no, I don't want to kill the foot. <laughs> well, I'm more attached to the rest of me than, than a new foot. So if you go touch it, if you go touch something with your death hands, touch the little baby foot. You know, I'll wait until we can <laughs> try, be around. Try Yenny. She'll try anything. <laughs> <laughs> Someone says. Um, but I actually like Yenny. That's true. Hey, do you do you touch uh, Igneous or not? No, I'll wait. Re- I'm gonna wait till I we revoke my foot. Some, some. Are there any plants or anything near us, or like like a, like a fungus? Uh, or- there are no plants inside of the dining <laughs> hall. No. Okay. Well, then I'll wait until we're out in the wilds and try it out. Okay. Um. Uh. Anyone else? <laughs> Boone says. Oh sure, yeah, I'll take something. Okay, Theo. Uh, what would you like? Oh, I wish I was a little. Uh, maybe had a thicker, thicker skin or thicker armor. A thicker skin. Okay. Um. Uh, let me think, concentrate real hard. Uh, <laughs> he just uh, beams you with this kind of purple and yellow beam, sort of swirling around, and it, uh, you know, it covers your whole body in this kind of glow, and that it shimmers a bit. And you notice you kind of look down and you see your your hands and your arms and your you feel your neck and it kind of gets hot for a second. It's like Ugh! and um and and you see everything start to turn this kind of ashy gray and and then it turns brown and then it kind of turns gray again. And for the next 12 hours, your skin is going to shift between your normal skin. Um when when it's time for you to armor up, so to speak, you can roll a d4. And if you get a four, you will have stone skin. And if you get a three, you will have bark skin. Ooh. But if you roll what? a one on a d4, you will have... Uh, Jelly uh, skin? <laughs> you have, I want to say, like a sticky... like. Like a sticky green ooze skin, oh, um, no. like a translucent sort of slime skin, and um, and anything you touch will it'll stick to, <laughs> and you absorb extra damage. So if you roll a one on a d4, you get slime skin. Perfect. Okay. Okay, I'm pretty sure that one worked. That was an ace in the hole. Uh, anybody else? <laughs> <laughs> and Theo, as far as as far as you know, you're just like okay. I think I have an I kind of have an ability to like change my my yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Ex- exterior armor like you you kind of feel sure. like okay yeah i, I would uh, boon i would like a boon to be able to help my friends okay help your friends okay sure help your friends um all right i'll i'll, I'll see what i can do um in any type of way that you want to be able to help them specifically uh protect them from harm protect them from harm okay 
Protect them from harm. All right. So he concentrates real hard and he has one of his two of his eyes actually kind of look at each other and they're like, yeah, and they kind of nod and they uh, shoot at the same time and shoot like two uh, two eyes and they kind of cross the streams and it goes <laughs> and uh, pink and green and then it shimmers and you see all these little Kirby speckles around you and and um, and then uh, it stops. You feel pretty good. You feel you feel kind of light and airy on your feet and um, nothing physically has changed about you and you you feel like, okay, yeah, I, I feel like I could uh, protect people from harm. Yeah, sure. Got that. Um, that's that's all you kind of notice. Okay. Right now. Thank you, let Moon. Me, let me know, Matt, uh, during um, this adventure, if you, if you see anyone that you feel like you need to protect. Okay. And I'll, and I'll let you know what happens. If you're like, oh, if you, I see someone and they're getting attacked. Like that, that's what I want you to keep in mind. Gotcha. And uh, Yenny, uh, would you like uh, something or are you good? Mm, you know, I feel a lot less scary since we uh, since we got turned tiny. Is there any way is there any way you could make me scarier? Oh, scarier. Um, well, I can try. And then he. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, let me see here. Let me uh, bring up a random table of monsters. <laughs> Just turns you into a black dragon. Just turn me into an IRS form. <laughs> ah! Tag too many numbers. This episode of Knights of the Roll Table is brought to you by H&R Block. H&R Block, this tax season, get the most from your refund. H&RBlock.com. Carlos, uh, Yenny, go ahead and give roll a D100. Oh, 94. Y'all see uh, this beam of white and pearlescent sort of yellow uh, hit Yenny and Yenny kind of lifts up a second and then levitates down and all of a sudden uh, from her from the back of her head uh, and from her hair these little kind of points of uh, spikes come out these little quills and tendrils uh, uh, these little pointy spikes and uh, she grows a little um, snout with a little black nose and uh, she gets little little claw hands and her hands get smaller and she got little claws and <laughs> and she basically has become a uh, porcupine girl. Um, she's a little wear porcupine. Um, oh, she's like no, Ash from again. Sing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, again, this literally happened hours ago. Oh, <laughs> uh, wow. That's uh, I hope that's scary. You got a lot of quills. I just snarl at Boone a little bit. <laughs> you do have an extra ability uh, called um, uh, Quill Attack, where um, you can uh, shoot quills at people, dealing one d six extra damage as a bonus action. Ooh, okay. Does the what just, is the <laughs> count as an attack or like a bonus action or Bo- bonus action? Bonus action. Got it. Great. Thank you. Because it's a uh, it's a temporary racial trait. As a p- were porcupine, <laughs> making stuff up as we go. That's how the game works. I'm sure. <laughs> I think she's kind of adorable. I think having an extra foot is kind of scarier than that, and also less functional. But okay. are you kidding? I hate porcupines. They're terrifying to me. Well, that makes sense then. All right. <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't you want to have eyes coming out of your head? But little quills—that's scary. You can't even control them. 
that makes a lot more sense now. All right, sure, we should get sure. going. <laughs> yeah, you could put your eyes out. I know. <laughs> Boone just kind of backs up from Yanny a little bit and just <laughs> rethinking what he's done. Mortal um, enemy uh, of eyeballs is needles. And so yeah. here we <laughs> he just, are. He kind of, like all of his eyes uh, sort of like narrow, very small. And they're all just like, you just see a little beady, <laughs> beady Boone eyes. Um, beady Boone eyes, my new alternative <laughs> yodeling band, beady Boone eyes. Um, so you make your way down to the grumble gate. Uh, Raffaella goes with you and she does her little teleportation circle thing. Kind of looks at, um, Theo right before turning her head and, and says, good luck and opens it up. And the portal has opened to the United Kings realm. It's orange and spinning around. <laughs> And y'all jump on through? Yep. Yep. All right. Oh, Raphael, one big step, thing. one big step, and then one tiny step. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah, you feel your bodies kind of get stretched through time and space, and then uh, you land on a peaceful and green villa um uh surrounded by trees and a burgeoning countryside there are there are farmlands and fields in the distance and um a small town a sort of uh, french uh, adorned and decorated architecture for our purposes of just knowing what it looks like um little uh chateaus and um you you see in the distance on a large hill a mountainous castle made of stone and wood uh, with several spires um, looming over, surrounded by uh, a little um, ring of trees that is that is above this small hamlet of, of or the small town, I should say. Um, and you're in between the town and the and the castle. Um, what would you like to do? Well, uh, Rebecca, looks like there's lots of room for you to walk around here, so uh, just make yourself at home. <laughs> she starts grazing a little bit, just pleasantly. There's even actually, like, in the distance, there's a couple of goats and other sheep, and they kind of look up at her, like, regarding Rebecca, and they're like... <laughs> she's like now make friends, be nice, remember? <laughs> she kind of, like, looks at you, and... Yeah. Does Rebecca have, like, a, a bell or, a uh, like, a something that around her neck i forget or she or she like does she have a collar of uh, some kind? uh she has a, a crystal oh okay i just gotcha. it up sure yeah right. i don't know yeah all right so she kind of like just meanders off a little bit and starts looking at the others and um okay <laughs> adventures of rebecca <laughs> is a one shot that we'll do later <laughs> <laughs> everybody plays goats <laughs> it's gonna be awesome done <laughs> in three two no um all right so uh what do the rest of you want to do so we're basically just in like a french village yeah you're in a, a french village little town it's a quiet village the dordogne um yeah so you're you see like a pretty substantial little little town um with with uh one and two story little buildings. Um, there's a, a little church and a and a 
you know, a well and things like that. It's it's not huge, but it's um it's not a it's not a city or anything. It's, Town it's stuff. Like... Well, uh, let's see. Where do we begin? Is there like an information center with the town hall? <laughs> Visitor center. <laughs> what? Uh, make a. Oh, you were asking about people. Um, from from where you are, um, there's a few people walking around. You can see in the streets this time we of day. Know that this assassin was investigating a a lord. Um, he was investigating a lord. Um, in uh, that was in charge of this part of the realm. All right, I want to flag down the the first like official looking person that I see. Okay, so you want to head you want to head to the uh, into. I want to speak to a manager, Chris. <laughs> Somebody with a really here. big hat with a feather in it, or a badge, or some kind of cape. <laughs> Who's wearing a name tag? That's <laughs> who has a vest and a name tag on. I mean, okay, if we so want, you head into town and. Uh, you head into town, and Jen, can I have you roll a d20 for me? Just a flat d20? That's a nine. Okay. Okay, so uh, you you see a um, athletic, imposing male uh, with shorter hair, uh, a, a very square chin, jawline. Um, he's uh, walking around with a a little waistcoat on and uh, you you he kind of you know catches catches your eye and and uh, what do you say all right you'll do um excuse me uh sir sir i'm, I'm sorry yes. hello hello uh deidre selenka pleasure to meet you uh listen i'm hello. Uh, my compatriots and i uh, are looking for uh, a vineyard or a winery nearby that is allegedly a foul of some poltergeist of sorts. A, um, a could, you, could you perhaps be a deer and point us in that direction? Well, there's no vineyards or wineries around here. It's not not for about half a day's journey, uh, I would say. Uh, I mean, what is it you're looking for? Oh, it's just it's a bit of a lark between my friends and I. Uh, is there is there perhaps uh, like a, a government official somewhere that we could we could take a moment with just to get to the bottom of what we're looking for here? You you look like you're well connected, chap. <laughs> uh, make a persuasion check. Okay, Let's it's kind of sussing you out a little bit. What? But I'm so cute. Pretty sus. Eighteen. Eighteen. All right. Uh, he says, well, uh, um, I, I would like to be of assistance to um, visitors of our town. Um, I, I um, uh, My name is uh, Flip Royal Shine, by the way. Um, uh, I, I, am a, I am a local um, constable, and I, um, you can just call me Flip. And Thank you, Flip. I, no problem. Um, I, I'm a constable, but um, we don't really have a um, government official, as you say. Um, as, as you know, the United Kings have been going through a bit of a restructuring uh, as it were and uh, we had a we had a bit of an upheaval with what's all going on with the um the elites i believe is what they've been calling themselves um what's all going on with the elites what is that well you know i mean it's all these uh, terrible people and they they took over the ruling class um in, in the bigger cities of the united kings um there was a there was a large insurrection, as it were, and they they, they took over uh, the, the large cities, and and uh, all of the people in power were were 
thrown out. Um, uh, here, we, we live a, a bit disjointed from the uh, civilized towns. Um, we're, we're a small town. We keep to ourselves. The only person that was sort of self-appointed in charge was was Lord Bourgemont, but he's he hasn't been seen for about two or three years. Oh, dear. Well, that sounds terribly suspicious. This Lord Ber- Bertrand? Bertrand? Bergemont. Bergemont. I'm so sorry. It's the, the local dialect. Dialect. It's really charming. Lord B, as it were. Uh, where Whereabouts would he normally be found? Or what can you tell us about him and his situation? He kind of looks behind you and, and gestures his eyes up to the large castle that is uh, that is on the hill behind you. When he was to be found, he was up there. But I'm afraid I'm I'm a bit newer to the town. Uh, the person you'd probably want to talk to is is um, Shyla Frostmaker. Shyla is the one that's been around here the longest. She's a um, bit of an older woman. She normally hangs out in the the Pint Size pub. That sounds right. good. Pint Size or Pint's Eyes? The Pint's Eyes pub. Pint's mm. Eyes. I see what they did there. Pint's Eyes. Good and and, and what was the woman's Shyla. name? Shyla. Shia Shia LaBeouf. Sh- no, Sh- not Shia. Shia uh, Frostmaker. Frostmaker, that's what you said. All right. Well, thank you, darling. You have been an absolute treasure. I appreciate your time, Flip. Oh, no problem. Uh, um, Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Uh, um, sorry, I forgot your name already. <laughs> oh, Deidre. Deidre Sal- Salamander. Uh, Deborah Salamander. Yes, of course. <laughs> Close enough. All right. Uh, well, off we are. But it looks like we're going to go grab a pint. All right. So um, do you want to head toward the Pints Eyes pub? Yeah, okay. let's go to there. You head over. It's it's not too big of a town. So you notice after, uh, you know, a couple shops you uh, and, and um, uh, establishments, you see a small tavern um, a pub with there's a little sign with a a pint tankard with little eyes painted on it. Um, and it's the pints and it says the pints eyes pub. What and, types of uh, shops are we passing? Uh, they're like little, they're like little, um, little avenues, like little, little shop, uh, little, um, like wood carvings. And, um, there's some glass, uh, they have little ornaments with like your name on them. And- no, it's not. It's not kitschy. It's 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 like um, it's House like a French and stuff. It's like a French border town. Yeah, there's some there's it's, some like linens like, it's and not there's like some... Orlando. It's more like Sonoma. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 upper crusty kind of stuff. I mean, there's there's things that like, why would they sell this here? But it's probably really expensive. Like there's there's a, a chair and there's a um you know some curtains and there's a, a rug store and and there's a place that sells just like. You know, baguettes and and uh, some fresh baked breads and things like that. There was a uh, somebody selling some glass pieces. Yeah, there's a kind of a small glass. It looks like a a blown glass kind of um, glass. I don't I don't know what the term for it is. A glass maker. Is there um like a jeweler or anything here? Uh, give me a perception or investigation if you want to really spend time on it yeah i i, I don't think no no i mean I, I didn't mean that i didn't mean that i, I meant i don't like, think we you... have anything else to do why don't you <laughs> shop the local wares then 
We'll just wait for you. Hey, if we're all the way here, we may as well stop. And he ain't ain't getting any more found if we don't look for him. As you're looking around, (laughs) as you're looking around, you see a shop that has some gears uh, and a, a sign that has like a gear kind of insignia and it has like a little sort of gem cut symbol on the gear and there's like a little um, almost like a clock face so there's like a few different kind of icons um, and it says um, uh, it says the uh, the timely help me out uh, <laughs> last the timely last the timely lass, sure. Okay, I'll head in there. Heal there, shop keeps. Okay, are you just leaving your party? <laughs> hey, I'll be back. Let me know how it goes. <laughs> All right. So Theo just walks away. Um, the rest of you, rest of we'll, get back, we'll get back to Theo in a bit. Um, I don't know if anybody wants to go with him or not, but um, uh, the rest of the rest of you head to the Pints Eyes Pub. You head into the Pint Size Pub and you notice a few people, mostly humans. Um, there's a, there's a few people. It, it's about lunchtime, so there's, there's a few people having lunch. There's like one or two couples. Um, there's an old man that's kind of like drowning his sorrows in the corner with a beard and a kind of a, a thick hat. Um, looks like you know somebody that just is down on his luck and um and then there's a old woman that's sitting at the bar um on a stool and she's talking with the uh the bartender um and she's kind of laughing like that's a good one you think that's her i say to the group (laughs) i think that's her I mean, there's only one way to find out. I did the last interaction. Does somebody want to facilitate this one, or do you want me to just keep on charming people? <laughs> uh, well, yeah, go ahead. Oh, fine. Sh- Shayla, Shayla, Frost, something was it? All right, Shayla. Um, oh, what a what a wonderfully marvelous. Uh, Infectious laugh you have, darling. Hello, it's such a pleasure to meet you. My name's Deidre. Uh, she she takes you in for a second, and and she's, ah, oh, well, the pleasure's mine. Uh, fine folk coming in here, and then she kind of looks at the bartender, and he says, "Oh, uh, can I get you all anything? A pint? Uh, we've got you a nice." Got a nice uh, amber ale uh, on tap. I don't suppose you have a, a Chablis, do you? Or perhaps a Pinot Grigio? Or oh, see what I can round up. And he kind of goes in the back, um, leaving you to uh, Shyla. So uh, I, I hope you don't mind my assuming, but uh, I believe, uh, are you uh, Shyla? Aye, well, so- aye, that's oh. that's me, the only old lady around here. <laughs> oh, uh, well, who sent you? Oh, nobody sent us, but I was just chatting with my dear friend Flip out in the town square, and he was telling oh, me... Oh, Flip, that- what a cad. Oh, <laughs> he's, he's a young, available man, you know. Oh, yes, really, well, very observant of you. Uh, yes, no, I uh, was just, uh, he told me that you would be somebody who would know about the goings-on around here. 
And I was hoping. <laughs> well, of to... course, I've been around for a while. Most of these these ruffians came into town not uh, one or two years ago, but I've been around for thirty years. Oh, that is quite some time. So I'm sure you're familiar with the strange goings ons of the the disappearance of a lord, but but. Bergemont. And you, as soon as you say that, Bergemont. as soon as you say that, her uh, her demeanor shifts quite a bit, and she her smile kind of goes away, and her jowls kind of sink a little bit. She's Lord Otto Bergemont. Yes. Oh, were you too close? Oh no, it's he was a he was a mysterious man, mostly kept to himself in the castle up there. He used to come down every once in a while by produce and then his servants came and then no one came at all. Um, you see I it's just well it's a shame really. His, his wife and family, his two children they, they passed away with a terrible illness about ten years ago and after that the Lord changed. He he never came down anymore, just just servants. And then the servants eventually started leaving town, and and with with that, many of the people that used to live here packed up and left. They they thought they thought the land was just you know downtrodden, and, and people didn't want to come. And he wasn't putting money into the upkeep, so everyone started leaving. People that are here now are just trying to make money in the the local mines and, and trying to start farms but it's it's not what it used to be do, then do we know is he still up there or uh make a persuasion check uh, yeah. 18 gosh 18s i'm a plus six to persuasion so i know all right i think all we had is 18 so far um, all right, so she says, uh, well, I I can't really say, dear. It's, it's, it's been a few years, and no one has seen him, so I don't know if he's often left in the middle of the night, or maybe he's just up there to himself, or maybe he's died. Who knows? Uh, at that point, um, the bartender comes back, uh, and he says, uh, he, he he brings a small glass. It's not a wine glass. It's more of like a glass. Um, yeah, I don't know, like like brandy glass, uh, and 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 it has like kind of a dark red um, liquid in it. And he's like, um, I couldn't find a Chablis, but I found a a Merlot. Um, I hope it's all right. Uh, that would be fine. Thank you, darling. Oh, any of the rest of you. I have one of your famous pint eyes. Kind of looks at you oddly. And <laughs> is that not a Sorry. thing? Pints? Pints are a thing, right? Do you do uh, pints of something that's not eyes? And and um, Shyla looks at at the bartender and says, "Dupree, just put it on my tab. Uh, get them all uh, uh, one of the pints, well, uh, the ambers, please." That's Dupree. He's the nicest bartender. Um, Thanks, Dupree. Came from, came from. Where did you come from? And he and he he's getting the pints in the back. He's like Castor. He's like okay, all right. Um, uh, yeah, he's uh, yeah. Most of the people around here came from other places trying to find a new start. Is Castor near here? Well, it's across the sea. 
Alright. Does the terrain around here look anything similar to where we were in season four, like we might recognize, or is it is it not no, really QS end up being near? This is on a, a different continent. No. Um it's a little bit more Eastern Frenchy. Western Europe Western <laughs> European, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Hills We've done, and... done the Italian, now we gotta do French <laughs> countryside. Um countryside, yeah. Um it's quaint. There's lots of fences and stuff. Um and nice uh fence. <laughs> nice fence nice uh nice architecture <laughs> uh, next we're gonna do germany with like all the tubes and stuff like that um all right so uh so she says she continues uh shyla takes a, a sip of her ale and she says well after he never he didn't come down much then some other men started coming into town hooded men cloaked pale some of them were dark in the eyes. Didn't talk much either. Not one for conversations. And then, and then it all stopped. It just, all of a sudden, no one came. No one came, no one left. Sometimes we'd, we'd see fires coming from the castle in the wee hours of the night. You know, I had to get up and walk my cat and, and I'd see some, some fires on the, uh, from the castle, you know, when no one should be up, but then we heard chanting and screaming, crying, and then it all just went dark. Anyone go I think to one, check? Well, one bloke did. Um, Sylvester, I think his name was, but and and then and then his friend went, and neither one of them came back. So some people started saying it was cursed, haunted, even. Anytime someone goes up there, the brash young adventurers like yourselves, a bit more green though. You you look like you've had some battle, <laughs> and I'm going but, to try not to take that personally. Well, I, I no offense, dearie, but uh, some adventurers that may be just looking for some quick treasure might have gone up there, but they never come back. So anytime somebody wants to, you know, looking if you're looking for treasure, that's not the place to go. Only. Only gloom and sadness and death. We're, we're looking for someone that we've we've never met before. Um, who, well, who would it? that be? Well, uh, the name is a little odd. You would probably remember it if you'd heard it. Uh, we we know. I mean, you did name, meet right? Flip outside, didn't you? Everyone here is a little bit odd. X X bloody, uh. And then it was some symbols. Uh, does that ring any bells? Less than three. Yeah. Uh, are you speaking in a code? Well, uh, no, you'd have to see a name. I like. Do is there something I can like write it out on? Um. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> Not really a parchment or All right, coasters well, or anything like that. Sex thing doesn't ring a bell. Maybe you didn't met him, but uh, he you want to carve it into the bar? I guess mm. you could do. That. <laughs> doesn't seem polite. But uh, a friend of ours uh, might have might have gone up to uh, to check on the Lord a ways back. Uh, anything like that happen? Well, what did it look like? I'm not good with names, but faces I remember. Uh, kind of assassiny. And Igneous, this know. is where this is where your your knowledge from Oakart. I don't know how much you want to um, reveal, but. You did see this person as a spy for the fire army. Um, so you don't know exactly 
I mean, you, you heard the name while you were mm-hmm. spying and you saw this person and whether you can put two or two together and know that that's who it was because you heard him called Steve a lot <laughs> by <laughs> this uh, eccentric French lady. And, and you know, like <laughs> um, so if you want to roll a uh, intelligence check for me. Technically, he would have been called Stevon. Yeah, exactly. Seven. Hmm. Yeah, it's a little weird. It's almost like it's a it's maybe like a, a a password or something, but but it was always around this this small group that you were spying on. Um, All right. Well, this is a little weird, but uh, like uh, he's possibly like kind of a skinny teenager wearing a lot of uh, <laughs> layers, like he's uh, <laughs> like dark layers, like he's like really cold all the time, kind of well, thing. Well, I, I hate to say it, but if you're looking for an edge lord, they come through here every <laughs> every two or three months, and they, there's so many people wearing dark cloaks. It's not the most original thing. All right. Well, anybody recent head on up there, or uh, do they usually uh, head on up there looking for trouble? If someone heads up there, it's when the guards aren't looking because they normally wouldn't let people go up there, unless yeah, they have right. So if if, if your friend went up there, they'd probably have snuck up there and not told anybody, I imagined. What's the matter with you? Nothing. Uh, we're just <laughs> takes uh, a, gonna... takes another drink. We're probably just going to hang around here and, you know, shop and then go home and not do any of that uh, trouble stuff. So uh, we'll just thank you for the points. And uh... Right. Well, if you're doing shopping, stay away from that. The clockmaker is a bit of a swindler, but everything else is fine. (laughs) Cut to the... (laughs) Oh, no! (laughs) Cut to to our... um, uh, The Timely Lass, uh, where um, Theo walks in. Ding-a-ding-ding! I'll be right with you! Oh, okay. And Thank you. Just you. see this this little gnome pop up, <laughs> and he like walks up, and you see him like walk up on some steps behind the the counter, and he's like, "Yes, may I help you?" Oh yeah. I oh, was look at you! You're a tall fellow. Oh yes, thank you. Oh, um, hold on a sec. Wait, hold on. Wait, don't go oh, Excuse me. I have to find that. Where is it? Ah. <laughs> just like immediately, I, just starts. I don't know. Banging metal. Wait, don't go. Hold on. I, I'm not moving. I don't know. <laughs> ah, here, here I go. And he, he puts on these big, thick spectacles. He's this little gnome with wiry uh, blonde hair. And he has these big, thick. Oh, now I can see. Oh, you are that tall. Okay. <laughs> nice to meet you. Uh, <clears throat> what can I do for you? Welcome to the Timely Lass. Well, um, I was uh, curious if you sold uh, jewelry. Jewelry. Oh, yes. Yes, we have the finest jewelry. It's it's as wonderful and fine. Uh, what kind of jewelry exactly are you looking for? Well, I was hoping to buy a ring. Oh, a ring. Uh, yes, yes. Um, well, we have a, a wide assortment of rings that could be made um, to wear around your wrist, perhaps, or perhaps a ring that goes around your neck. Uh, no, one for uh, a finger. Oh, a traditional a ring, right? Uh, um, uh, ring. Yes. Right. Uh, well, in that case, um, uh, I could commission something uh, for you, um, but uh, it would happen to be ready in a few days. Oh, okay. You don't have any ready-made rings. Well, rings are a little bit popular around here. They're, they're hard to come by. I mean, uh, I could, I could, I suppose I could do a rush order, but it would cost you. Oh, I'm willing to pay. That's fine. 
oh, okay, well, um, let's see. Uh, what what kind of gemstone would you like in the ring? He starts pulling out some parchment and like little scraps, and he's looking in his jacket, and it's it's like a this long kind of blue duster leather jacket, and he's well, it pulls a pencil from out of his hair that you didn't see before, and he's like, okay, here we go. Uh, let's see, a ring, a traditional, and um, what what type of metal would you like? Um, a platinum, electrum, a gold, silver, copper? Uh, gold, gold, please. Oh, gold, a gold ring. Yes. Oh, this is for someone special, perhaps? Oh, um, y- yes, perhaps, yes. Oh, a special giant person just like yourself? <laughs> What are you, a giant? Uh, no, uh, orc. Oh. He kind of takes a step back. All right, well, you seem like a friendly sort. Um, and what kind of gemstone would you like, Mr. Orc? Well, I was thinking either diamond or uh, sapphire. How about a topaz? We've got a special this month on topazes. They're kind of a, a, a an orange and black and sort of a shimmery deal. And he holds up something that's basically looks like a, a quartz. <laughs> it's just like this kind of dull, not polished, <laughs> quartzy kind oh. of not orange at all. He's like, it hasn't been polished yet. Mind, but once it's put in the tumbler, it's oh, it's mighty fine shine that'll make her f- so fine, if you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, I don't know. This maybe doesn't is doesn't look like the right place for me. I think I'll let me uh, head let somewhere. me tell you something. Let me tell you something, son. Uh, okay. I I am the finest jeweler. I know it says the timely. It's a clock thing, and I do clock bits and whatnot but but i also am the only person that could do jewelry within a two days travel of this whole place so if, if you need is that true some, of course it's true you uh make a uh insight check <laughs> okay, yeah <laughs> oh. 15 I roll the 19. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, he seems pretty like, okay. like, why would he lie? You know, <laughs> um, uh, totally. of course it is. I trust you implicitly then. Okay, of I will commission the Topaz gold ring. Yeah, smell this. And he just like sprays smell. some like mist in. And it smells like lavender and garlic. And he's like, this is the smell of someone that's been working for two nights straight on the, the work for a commission. And... That is a special smell uh, that I like to give myself inspiration uh, for working on hard, uh, hard earned money that has been given to me and I will make something for you. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, yeah, of course. You're a smart, smart. uh, You're a smart dragon person, aren't you? Wait, you did say you were a dragon. Wait, no, no, you're an ogre. That's right. You're you're a nice ogre. So, I mean... uh, uh, listen, I will do this I, for you. I don't okay. normally make this kind of exception, but you look like a smart young man. And of course, I'm sure this is true love, isn't it? So I tell you what, instead of charging my normal fee of 500 gold, I will do it for 450 gold. Wow, that to me seems like a deal. It It is quite a deal. And normally these types of rings would cost seven, eight, nine hundred gold. But I will charge you uh, for a rush order and it will be done by tomorrow morning. I'll stay up all night. I've got plenty of garlic lavender spray. So, um, and he seems a little bit more wired now. He's like, straight up. Uh, I will stay up all night and rush order this and make you this topaz ring. I can even make the ring look like a diamond if you want, but it will actually be topaz. 
Oh, no, that's all right. I I just want a, a standard gold ring with a stone in it. Of course. All right. Well, I will do that for you. 450. Yes? Yes? Uh, sure. Yes. That uh, seems like a good deal to me. I don't have any other frame of reference for that. All so, right. Yes, United King fair. sold. Um, now, uh, will you be paying up front with, um, with uh, platinum or perhaps gold? Uh, I will pay for uh, a down payment of 10%. Oh, uh, oh, I'm sorry. We only take 50%. Okay, very well. 225 in gold. Oh, I believe it's 275 with uh, the interest. You're right. 275 in gold for you. Oh, and there is the rush job. So it's uh, 50 additional gold for the rush okay, job. Okay, very well. So 325. Okay, let me Three, count that no, out. No, 375. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I miscounted. I'm sorry. 375. Okay, there you go. And that's just half of it? Oh, yes. That's half with the rush job and, and interest. And are you from around here or from you from out of the continent? Uh, no, I'm visiting. So there's very little. Uh... <laughs> okay, so so time... <laughs> Time goes by. Um, you guys are kind of heading outside of uh, of the of the bar and um, of the of the pub, and you see Theo kind of walking out of this <laughs> the shop like a slip or something. Yeah, he's got like a little uh, triangular Receipt. piece of paper with with like, and it has the word "later" <laughs> written on it or something. And um, one ring later. That's all it says. And His and then as soon as he walks out, after after about five seconds, the door just slams shut. It's like, good junk. <laughs> well, I think that went better than expected. I'm very excited and optimistic. What'd you get? Oh, uh, nothing. Well, let's check. What'd you, how did okay. uh, the uh, thing go with the bar? Well, I think we're going to sneak up to that castle and find an edgelord. Uh, Great, Theo, please mark it. off uh, 527 gold. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know how much gold I had, but let's just assume it's zero now. <laughs> how are you going to pay for the rest? <clears throat> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I would say I would think you can. I mean, you would know. Maybe better, I trade I, something or. Uh... Yeah, I would think that Theo probably hasn't. cheese? Yeah, <laughs> Theo probably has paid a lot because Melbourne being eager and and coming from a little bit of money, like probably pays for a lot of his stuff. I would think, like as you guys have been traveling around, and and since you're since you tend to like make a lot of your own food and and you know organically sourced and everything like that, you probably have just this this large, um, you know, nest egg of of money that you just haven't spent at all, you know. Okay, so the information that you got is uh, going up to the castle. The castle's probably cursed. Um, people used to go up there, and then no one goes up there at all. Anybody that goes up there never comes back. Um, there are some. There are a couple of town guards that that <clears throat> Shyla mentioned, but as you look around, you, it, it's it's not anyone like in armor. They're just in like leather, you know, scale mail, and and they're not. It's it's basically the guy that you met, Flip. It's like him and this other dude. She's kind of like case the place. So they're just like trying to friendly recommend people not to go up to the castle. Well, we're looking for somebody who never came back. So uh, it seems like that's a decent lead, right? Everybody. 
Yes. Yes, I think that's where we start. So you guys uh, gather your belongings and and you head up to uh, the short hike, about a half an hour journey up to this hill um, towards the castle, the Chateau de Bergemont. And as you pass in the middle of town, you do notice a a statue um, and it is uh, made of kind of a dark metal material and it says uh, at the bottom of it there's an inscription that says Otto de Bergemont and it has a man standing tall with his foot on a small stone it's kind of like just cast iron statue and and uh, he's he's balding but has kind of like uh, wavy hair going around the, the outside ring of his of his uh, head and he's got a, a large mustache and and um, kind of kind of bushy and several layers of vests and coats and things like that. And he's kind of holding a, a sword at his hip and looking out towards the distance beyond beyond the town. Um, very, very distant. You can see the, the coastline um, of, of this continent. Um, so uh, that's that's a statue of Otto de Bergemont. Looks like a real bozo. <laughs> Uh, and you head up, uh, walking up towards the castle. Is there anything you guys need to talk about or discuss or prepare? Just kind of stealth mode, looking for anything, any reason we need to hide. And Yeah, there's there's a couple of trees. You can kind of like make your way. If you want to not walk on the path, you you can take the the, the sort of tree covered path or you can just walk along the path that goes up to the. The, um, I think we'd chateau. take the path, but just keep an eye out for any reason to okay. hide. Um, make a perception check. Zach. Igneous. Just Igneous? Yeah. He's taking point. Roll the seven and plus three, so ten. Okay. Doesn't... There's no one up here. Um, you don't see anybody... You don't see any humans. You see a couple of birds, um, and maybe with your perception, just you know, you, you are kind of keeping an extra watch out for anything, but nothing unusual. Um, there's definitely no no people up here, and you're in the outskirts of town. So you, as you're making your way up the mountain, you notice the the air gets a little thin, but um, yeah, nothing unusual as it gets up to the to the chateau. You go beyond the uh, iron wrought gates. Um, and you see a two-story, actually a three-story uh, chateau made of stone and wood, and there are spires, and it looks run down, covered in ivy. Um, there's a double door in the front, and it looks uh, barred um, in the front with a large wooden plank. Should we knock? Well, I think the fact it's boarded up might tell you that nobody will answer it. Well, we don't know until we try, do we? Suppose not. All right, Melvin, that sounds great. Why don't you knock? All right, Melvin goes and knocks. Okay, you give a knock. A moment goes by. Hello? No uh, Melvin, give me a perception check. For hearing and seeing what's around. 
that's not going to be good. Uh, six. Okay. You listen intently. Put even put your ear to the door. You don't hear anything. I don't think anyone's here. Um, Deidre, you do notice as Melbourne is <laughs> knocking on the big empty mansion. Um, you kind of like roll your eyes a little bit, and as you look up, you see that there is a uh, window to the side with some broken glass, um, and uh, it's it's just you know a couple feet off the ground. Um, about uh, 10 I'm feet to the to side like, of the door. Quietly, like, I'm going to point at everybody, and then I'm going to, like, motion over there, and then I'm going to stealthily make my way over and in- investigate the window. Okay. I'm a distraction. <laughs> All right, so you make your way over, um, and uh, yeah, it's it's a, it's a, it's one of those, like, kind of cathedral windows that, that are sort of pointed on the top, but, but it's, um, you know, it's a functional window of like letting light into a big stone house. But it's um, broken. It is broken. There's Does a couple it look of like pants. It's broken from the outside or inside? From the inside. Interesting. I'm sorry. It's do big I enough. Say it's big enough where uh, the the window itself, it's the the bottom panels of glass are are missing or broken and there's some shards kind of hanging down, but um, it's, it's, it's wide enough. It's about like three feet wide. And, um, and it's, it's big enough where if you wanted to knock out some glass and, and climb in, you could, or, or you could, you know, hoist somebody through or jump through. So I, but I would need to knock out more glass to get through. You probably wouldn't. Yenny probably wouldn't. Uh, Theo, Igneous might have some trouble getting through. I want to see then if I can like stealthily get myself inside, being trying to be as perceptive as possible for any like possible traps or unknowns. Okay, make a stealth check. Thirteen. <laughs> Thirteen. All right. Uh, so you try to stealthily kind of sneak in this window, trying not to. Uh, you you kind of. You know, as, as delicately as you can, sort of remove a couple of glass shards, but you're also wearing some armor and uh, some leather and stuff. So, you know, a couple little little bits don't hurt you. But uh, a couple of you see not not Melbin, who's going, hello, <laughs> you know, um, but everybody else notices Deidre off to the side, kind of sneaking in, knocking out some glass. Um, and uh, Deidre, you make your way inside. Uh, you kind of, you know, put one leg over the other. Uh, cat burglar style down and inside it is pretty dark oh sorry because I do have I think dark vision headphones um it's pretty dark uh but um so with dark vision you you see in black and white um uh it's kind of like night vision but um you see a large interior um lobby a foyer and you see the front door and um, in the distance, you might see some stairs. Okay, I'm going to go make my way over to the door and see if I can open it for everybody else. Okay. And when I said it was barred, I meant barred from the inside. So, um, yeah. Deidre, give me a stealth check. Or, sorry, a strength check. The other S word. Give me a strength check. Nine. <laughs> All right. Deidre lifts lifts this this large b 
beam that uh, and you, and Melbourne, you actually hear this kind of like. <laughs> oh, I hear someone. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I motioned that this was where I was going. Yeah, Chris yeah. So I the rest, hear, Chris said I didn't. The see rest, <laughs> no, no. But the rest of you saw Deidre going into the window. So I'm gonna leave it up to you to decide if you followed her or if you said anything. Deidre, you're not able to lift up this large wooden thing. It's a little too heavy for you. This, this board. Uh, I'm plank. gonna make my way over back to the window and like throw my hand out and like give a little like like maybe a little like hand motion that maybe Yenny knows means come here like we've been practicing our hands and signals for stealth I mean did, did any of uh, any of the rest of you doing anything as you saw Deidre go in the window just waiting <laughs> okay <laughs> uh, Theo will uh, summon his uh, companion a companion creature and he's gonna summon a uh, like a like a ferret. <laughs> okay. So he's got a little ferret friend. Great. There is a ferret on Theo's shoulder. And Igneous will use his staff to summon a porcupine. <laughs> <laughs> well, now hold on. <laughs> okay. What? What am I, I can do liver? things. I, I, <laughs> So Igneous summons a porcupine. Uh, Igneous summons a small ethereal porcupine, and then Yenny, who is a half porcupine, kind of looks at this real, this fake porcupine. <laughs> um, uh, none of you are inside yet. <laughs> Look, in your opinion, is he is, is she scarier, or is this scarier? Pointing to the foot, and the porcupine tells me its opinion. Kind of looks at the foot. <laughs> Meanwhile, inside, <laughs> Deidre is lifting. This is going I'm real great. Doing, I'm used to doing a lot of the heavy lifting in this group, Chris. So I know. I know. It's fine. What, what did she signal to Yen? I have this whole here. adventure planned for yeah. you guys, and it involves you getting into the mansion. <laughs> Uh, you Listen, know what? We'll set up camp outside. Of, it's fine. We've summoned a lot of pets, so I think we're going to be fine. I yeah. throw the porcupine through the window. <laughs> okay. Porcupine. You see this, Deidre, you see this sort of misty, uh, ethereal fey porcupine coming through the window, just kind the of, look of tuck and roll. <laughs> on her face that this is the reinforcement that just got sent is like, just, ugh. And it's sort of balled up, and then it sort of unballs itself like a roly-poly, and it looks at you, and it's kind of like sniffs around, <laughs> and it looks at you as like, and if it could shrug, it would just be like, mm. <laughs> just like <laughs> that, that's porcupine for I'm here to help. <laughs> Did you get it? I Meanwhile, like I'm trying to be stealthy and like not be yelling out because I'm inside this building, and these guys outside are like, "Did you get it?" Where'd Deidre go? Very loudly. <laughs> I literally Deidre like. <laughs> Are you there? You know what? I'm gonna. We're I'm missing go, you. I'm gonna go sit in the corner and light up a cigarette. Like that's that's literally like I'm out. I'm done. I quit. I'm out. You guys are on your own. 
I will wait until you figure out how to get into this building. All right, Yenny, you want to go through this window? Yeah. Dietrich goes and waits a little bit, and uh, and as you're waiting, you notice that the lobby is kind of it's dirty. Uh, it is still dark, but it's dirty. It's covered in a layer of dust. Um, you notice that there are bits of furniture around, like just kind of haphazardly scattered. Like there's a chair in the middle of the foyer. There's there's a cabinet. There seems to be like a little storage chest. Um, there's there's like a couple of um, uh, containers, like like wooden containers. I mean, they're all kind of just these up to your hip kind of uh, things that are scattered around and they're they're it's just kind of odd and it looks like not a lot of upkeep that's what i'm giving you with your got it passive perception um, but i don't i'm not like it's all just kind of like it, they look like junky containers it's not anything yeah. that looks like worth opening no and that's when i launch yenny through the window and then you see Yenny, the porcupine girl, uh, come through the window and just tuck and roll. And, like the other porcupine, like flies over her. Part of the porcupine's like, oh boy, and just kind of tucks down. And Yenny, uh, make an acrobatics check to see how well you fly through the window. Twenty. Twenty. Okay, mm-hmm. Yenny does a very impressive tuck and roll and uh, uh, dis disengages the tuck with a, a leg out and kind of slides in the dust um, with one leg bent and one leg out like sh- kind of mystique style and and just uh, the quills go up and she's like ready for action very, very oh cool. Deidre, that's where you are I'm just gonna motion to the door and like start lifting it I hope that she figures it out. All right, Yenny, give us a a strength check with advantage. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, 13. 13. Advantage because the little porcupine was helping. Yes. Um, (laughs) The little porcupine goes and sits on the beam as both of them are lifting him. Doesn't make it worse? It's it doesn't weigh anything. It's a spirit. So, um, and uh, you lift it up. You manage to lift it up, and it clatters down. the The doors swing open as Melvin sort of leans in, <laughs> kind of Whoa. like, uh-huh. and uh, and all of you are outside the door, um, and the rest of you come in, and your the light sheds in. This dusty sun rays are kind of coming in this this abandoned room, and you have uh, entered the. Um, the Chateau de Bergemont. Um, you go inside the, the lobby and um, look around. It's dusty. You've uh, kicked up some stuff. You've definitely made your presence known uh, if anyone was here, but you notice it's eerily silent. And then the doors close behind you. <laughs> It's time for some announcements. This is Chris Daly, your DM for Season 5 and your Wyvern of Whimsy. On every episode this season, I've been mentioning tools that are great to use for DMs and players. And this episode, we're going to focus back on the DM and talk about World Anvil. This is a campaign resource wiki with a set of world-building tools to help you keep track of all of your info, maps, characters, history, 
lore, and everything else. I think this is particularly useful for homebrew campaigns, although it could be used for published settings. You would just have to copy and paste a lot of stuff. This is especially handy for those campaigns that go on for several years. You can also make a timeline of events, create interactive maps, have access to stat blocks and family charts, link articles to each other. It could also be used for novel writing or graphic novel creators, or keeping track of any world lore that you're creating. So check it out at worldanvil.com. Hey, if you like our podcast, and we hope you do, head to your podcast app of choice and see those five-star reviews. You can fill out one of those and write a little something, and you too can immortalize yourself in the comments section. It really helps us with the algorithm of all these different podcast apps. So we hope that you take a minute, if you haven't in the past, and leave a rating and review. We really appreciate it. Another way you can support us is head over to TeePublic and check out our swag. Search for Knights of the Roll Table and you can get a cool new Knights of the Realm t-shirt. with The same one that the knights have on their tattoos. It's, uh, it's pretty cool. I designed it myself. And a, uh, there's one with a Roll Table logo. And if you're a fan of our, our friend Coach from Season 1, we have a Hydration is Very Important shirt. And there's even a Season 1 cast print you can get. So that's at T Public, and just search for Knights of the Rolled Table. If you like playing D&D and need some character art, consider Dungeon Heads. Please check out my Patreon at patreon.com slash dungeonheads. I've created a library of characters that grows each week with more variations. Check out my stuff at patreon.com slash dungeonheads, as well as Dungeonheads on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. A lot of the music for the podcast comes from both Arcane Anthems and Tabletop Audio. Both have Patreon sites where you can support them and download royalty-free music, and they are both amazing at what they do. Check them out. Hey, we know we are not the only Tabletop RPG D&D actual play podcast out there. There are so many. But thank you. We honestly and genuinely thank you for listening. Thank you for being part of the community. Don't forget to go out and make life. An adventure. Uh, so you're in the lobby. Um, you notice. Uh, let me kind of give you a visual description. So uh, aside from the scattered furniture that's around the small layer of desks, you notice from the sunlight that's casing in, um, there are four hallways, uh, two to the left and two to the right. There's also two staircases that culminate in a um a higher balcony about um, 10 feet off the ground, which leads to a second set of stairs that go up to a second floor. Um, there's an elaborate uh, candelabra above you um, in in there. Um, the, the, the two doors on each side, they seem to, uh, they are open doors, so you can see that there's long hallways that kind of go off on the side, and there's some other, it looks like a, a single doorway where the two stairways um, in front of you that are going up probably to um, the upper floors. So where would you like to go? Uh, I say we go upstairs. It's a better venue. Okay, let's do it. You said they went to the same location upstairs like they, they yeah. kind of converge. yeah it's 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 a fancy like double stairway but it kind of goes the same thing and it goes up and... okay let's split up one half on the right one half on the left all right melbourne goes left i'll go yeah, left goes right e- e- so everybody's going upstairs yes uh yeah 
Okay. All right. Um, hey, we're just making we're making there. decisions, Chris. We're making decisions. <laughs> no, it's, it's fine. So disappointed in our choices. <laughs> no, it's okay. No, I'm not. I'm not. Right. So everybody starts to go upstairs. Um, I need everyone to make a wisdom saving throw. Mm. Uh, Good Thea, thing I just wait, added wisdom. an extra point. Theo, since you're near me, you get plus four to your saving throw. Woo! Dang it. Ten! <laughs> also That's why ten. you always go with the druid. Or the druid, the paladin. That'll be a 17 for me then. The wise one. Yenny the wise. You're very wise. These and his wills. two buffoon companions. 16. 10. Wait. 17. Sorry. 17. Okay. Deidre and Igneous, you mark one failure. Just, just keep a little tally. Of how many failures you have, I have. You have one failure. This is just like what my dad does. It sounds I'm like fingers track. on a chalkboard. I don't know why my dad sounds like he's some kind of a, a guy. Yeah, you I know, we've mean. all met your dad. He's a very pleasant man. <laughs> well, he's pleasant a longshoreman. <laughs> all right. You head up the stairs, um, and then the stairs culminate in a, in a single door where you see a large... Um, very long hallway with some portraits up on the wall. There's about like three portraits on the big skinny hallway. It's about five feet wide and the uh, the hallway itself is about um, 30 feet long. So there's stuff on to the right and there's stuff to the left. Shall we go left or right? What kind of stuff like is it like a like it's just Sorry, there there is a you can go to the left or you can go to the right. There's nothing in the hallway other than portraits. What are the portraits of? Um investigation will say that uh the portraits are of some old men. They are paintings. Um they're all men. They're all various levels of balding <laughs> and uh only two of them have mustaches. Mm. One of them does not. Do their eyes follow us as we walk? They they all the eyes do not follow you. They all have little uh, little little gold um, captions underneath, like little name plates, and they all have the last name De Bergemont. Um There's there's various uh, counts and and uh, are lords. any of them named Otto? Uh, no, no, not none of these look like the statue. Um, that you saw of Otto de Bergemont. These are probably former de Bergemont lords. Oh, that's right. You did say the statue was specifically Otto. That's right. Mm-hmm. Is there uh, more mustachioed people one way or the other? <laughs> uh, they, they, the non-mustachioed person is in the middle and then the two mustachioed uh, are on the side. So it's equally oh. split with mustache. Right. The mustache right. ratio is... Uh, hmm. Yep. Are the portraits on the left-hand side of the hallway? Oh, right? my God. <laughs> you are killing me right now. What color is the carpet in this room? Red. Okay, red, that means we should go right. Let's go right. All right, let's red, go right. right. I'm going to stick next to the paladin. <laughs> go to the right. All of you head through a doorway uh, into a bedroom. 
Uh, oh, no, sorry. Uh, there, so there's a, a hallway and it goes to the left and there is also a door in front of you. So um, uh, there's a door in front of you if you keep going straight where the hallway led you or you can hang a sharp left, uh, which it looks like there is a staircase going up. This seems like a good pass without trace moment. I'm going to do the pass without trace thing. I think it Okay. cast some key points. So, so everybody roll a stealth check and you can pl- uh, you can add 10. Well, this is always fun. Uh, 33. <laughs> good lord. <clears throat> Except plus 10. Igneous, I'm igneous actually absorbing sound. Yeah. This just becomes a recording booth. 22, excellent. <laughs> That's the highest stealth roll I've oh, ever wait. gotten as Melvin. <laughs> Plus 10, so 30. I've got 30. Okay. Uh, 29. Yeah. Jeez. Okay, most of the party just blends into the shadow. It's it's all it's kind of it's a little darker in here. So you guys are just and and because of the carpet, um you know how like when you're walking on hardwood or 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 marble or something. It's like clop, clop, clop. And you get to this carpeted hallway. And it's like. Mm. Everybody's just kind of like. Like, like SWAT teaming, you know, like, and you're like, okay, okay. <laughs> Hand motions. You guys are a well-oiled machine. You've been through some pretty harrowing kind of stuff. And, and, and in between, you know, like on downtime, you've been working on hand motions and stuff. <laughs> uh, Deidre has been working on hand motions like two, one, two, two cross cross um and yeah you're just super stealthy um so are you going in the bedroom or or, sorry are you going in the room in front or are you going up the stairs melvin will gesture to the stairs and give or to the door and give everyone a questioning look like eh affirmative thumbs ups all right okay i i'll try to open the door all right you open the door. It is not locked. You head in. Uh, inside this room, uh, there is a window on the on the far side of the room, and it's uh, letting in some sunlight through some curtains. The curtains are slightly covering it, so it's they're not um, they're they're like translucent. So it is letting in light, but it's it's a it's a dim light. Mm-hmm. And there are there's a ornate kind of messy bed um it it's, looks like it was slept in and not made um afterwards uh there's a big long storage chest uh on the side there's a cabinet um there's a, a couple of chairs which are in a unusual location um in front of the bed um not even facing each other they're just kind of there and um there's another door on the far side of the bed that looks like maybe uh, a door to a a, a privy, a uh, washroom. So with the bed unmade, uh, I that makes me want to look and see if like there's dust or anything. Like if it looks like no one's been around for a while, everything is like covered in dust. There. So it looks it, it, so it looks old. Someone yeah, got up left and hasn't been back. Yep, from the description that was given to you by uh, Shyla, she's she was saying that. There has been not any activity around here for a couple years. And the dust and the smell in the air has so far um, reinforced that. Cool. Um, This is a a non-lived-in room with various furniture. (laughs) 
Hey, uh, Denny, why don't you go and explore and see if you can find anybody who's in this house? And I'll put uh, my ferret, Denny, down and let okay. him uh, go run around. Okay, in the room or in like otherwise other places. I say go go through the rest of the house. Okay, we'll just know if Denny the ferret uh, jumps down, go, and uh, it kind of skitters off, and it runs it runs along, and it actually runs um, it just runs along. Um, now you can see through the ferret's eyes, I think, up uh, to a hundred feet. I can communicate with it, and it can talk with me like it has an intelligence, but okay. I don't think I can. I don't think it's that thing because it's just okay summon nature's ally so it's I can just, so see you porcupine's so, eyes so it uh oh that's right yeah so um so you uh, so it, it it um it heads up it heads up to the third floor this like little spiral staircase um and after a couple moments you guys are casing around this room it's just a bedroom there's uh, i won't even have you roll investigation it's it's a dusty nasty old bedroom <laughs> it's like a bad hotel room um and after a few moments, Theo, you get this kind of communication from Denny that's like, there's a weird room with a lot of glass windows up upstairs. Uh, it, it's communicating through this sort of nature communication. You know, it's not, I'm not going to do a voice for the, the ferret. But, oh, uh, why not? It's this guy uh, just a little uh, ferret. Hey, boss. Hello. Hi. Um, <laughs> and there's a, hey. there's, there's, a <laughs> there's a room with a bunch of glass and there's something on the ground. Um, I can't, I'm not big enough to see, but um, it looks like a, like a stun or something. Okay. We'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll be right there, Danny. Okay. There's we'll never the option, though. Okay. Boss. Okay. <laughs> Guys, let's go see Denny. what Denny found. All right. Okay. So you head we'll up. Head the up the there's a spiral yeah. staircase that leads up to a third floor tower. Um, which you quickly case out to be a um, a beautiful glass observatory room. There is a um, telescope uh, of sort of a construct make of wood and metal um, with large glass lenses that are heading up towards the sky. Um, it's got a domed uh, uh, a sort of frosted glass exterior with metal uh, inlay and ornate carvings um, on the ground because Denny said there was something on the ground. You do see um, a a couple of stains on on the floor, and and it's uh, as you back up. I, I'd like you to make a intelligence check, Theo, or anybody else that's smart. Anybody else that's that's looking uh, around. I would like Seven. to do that. Okay, there's. There's some odd markings, check? kind of kind of like an L shape, and there's another L shape. Yeah. Fourteen. Melbourne's got a ten. Okay. Melbourne, you also see some some scrawlings on the floor. It's kind of in some interesting shape. It kind of looks like a tribal tattoo. You know, you're like, oh, that's interesting. Um, Deidre, you kind of start picking up on something like this looks like an animal, but it's wait a minute. And then you kind of position yourself in the center and look down and you see a large torso in the center uh, the shape and and there are eight legs coming out from the side oh well now that um, that has to be some sort of arachnid now doesn't it because we've got to look at the body and then and then eight legs correct it is i would um, point that out to everybody you also see around the waist uh, or the uh, kind of where the um, uh, the lower torso of the spider, the thorax, the abdomen, <laughs> uh, 
um, is meeting the uh, other part of the, the higher torso. Um, there is a small inscription uh, on the ground um, that's very small, and I believe you read Elvish, correct? Um, let me check, but yeah, I think I do because I, I mean yeah, you're yeah. you're a high elf, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna I do. Say. I do. Okay, so in Elvish, you see an inscription carved into. Uh, a metal plate in the wood, and it says, O endless night, the sacrifice is thine of blood and shadow. Our queen gives us power. She grants all. She is all. I hate poetry. Uh, I would relay that to the group and read it out loud to them and translate. Yenny, can you give me a nature check for me? Yep. Uh, 15. I'm, I'm having you do this because kind of from a, a primal hunter standpoint um, as a barbarian and also you're you're part animal at this point. So you kind of have this this innate sort of animal uh, instinct right now. And you notice that as as, as Deidre points this out, the spider, you're like, wait a minute, this is an ordinary spider. Um, this is kind of a. This is a different kind of a spider. It reminds you of, of, of a giant spider or maybe like a spider that would be not natural in this world just because of the, the markings. If it's if it's actually depicting a particular kind of spider, this is not a natural spider. It would be something either from another plane or another realm or something that's like different. The other thing you notice, because Deidre did not pick up on this, but you do, is... Um, under the telescope where the head of this spider would be, you notice uh, long tendrils of something hmm. right where the telescope is, but it's like on top of the the head of the spider. Anyone notice those freaky tentacles? And Jenny points them out. What are those? I'd, I'd want to take a closer look. Everything about this room seems gross. <laughs> I should say, Melbourne would want to take a look. I would want to leave. <laughs> okay. I don't care about what you want. What does your character want? <laughs> yeah. Mel- Melbourne would want to go take a look. Okay. Do you want? How do you want to do that? Do you want um, to investigate? Do you want to just look at it? I think, I think probably add an investigation. Give me an investigation check. I'll say oh, with advantage because other people are looking at it too. Oh, that helped. 19. 19. All right. You realize that you have to move this metal structure um, with wood and metal telescope off to the side to kind of uncover the head. So with a little bit of heave ho, um, uh, you and Theo and Yanni kind of push this thing to the side. You notice that the uh, it, it uncovers the head of this creature and you notice that what you thought was upper torso is actually a humanoid upper torso. It's not spider. And what was you thought tendrils is hair. And what a spider head is actually a female head. So we've got like a centaur spider. Something like that. Yeah. That's a half spider. Like I'm a half porcupine.
Now that is strange. Is it alive? Is the is the carving alive? Like the, yeah. the No. It is very much wood. A painting on wood. Just creeps me out, man. It is your uh Melbourne, your uh does your uh, paladin sense pick up anything in here? Does my paladin sense pick up? Is anything? your paladin sense tingling? Your, your divine tingle. My Melbourne tingle. <laughs> um, uh, I need everybody to make another uh, wisdom saving throw. Wisdom saving. If if you're within ten mm. feet of me, you get plus four. I am twenty eight. Twenty six. Twelve. Okay. Any mark a failure. Are we wait? But we'd all be within ten, so we're all plus four. Yeah, everybody gets plus four. Nineteen, so that'd be twenty-three. What'd you get, Melbourne? Fifteen. Okay, Theo. Uh, twenty-six. Okay. So just any mark failure, Deidre. You notice that as you're looking around. You take a second to kind of scratch your neck. You notice your neck is really soft. It's like, ooh, this is soft. Why my skin got so soft? I didn't put any moisturizer on. It's interesting. <laughs> Igneous, you feel a little extra hot, and you feel like your skin and your uh, muscles are just kind of tense. They're, they're. Uh, you feel like your, your charcoal skin is starting to kind of get a little shinier than it normally is. It just feels kind of hard and uh, rustic. And Yenny, you start to notice that uh, your skin, which you, you're showing a little bit more skin as a barbarian, uh, you you feel just, um, uh, well, also as a half porcupine, but <laughs> um, but you, it's a little hard to tell, but you just get the sense that like you're, you're feeling a little stiff and you're having trouble like ungripping your hands from the axe every once in a while. You're like trying to, move it and it just takes an extra second it's almost like your muscles are seizing up a little bit then it goes away what else would you like to do <laughs> not at all concerning <laughs> that's a, that's about it in this room okay melvin does um, your palate paladin tingle tell you anything about this uh melvin you do not get uh you do not get any sense of undead uh celestial or fiend i don't i don't detect anything iggy other than a creepy carving and sort of a just general weird place. All right. Should we go look for other creepy rooms? Let's do it. I'll say you head back down. You pass the bedroom. You go. Do you want to stay upstairs or you mm -hmm. come to the hallway? Was there anything else up there? There is a, the going to the left uh, ah, at the top yes. of the stairs. Okay. Do that so you. You go to the other side, um, and again, you can go straight into one room, or you can make a hard right, and there is uh, something at the end of that hallway. Melbourne again indicates the door. Okay, in front of you. Yeah, guys. Eh? All right. Mm -hmm. Seeing no objections. Okay. Silently, everyone agrees, so you head up to... Um, a uh, you go into a room again it's not locked uh, and this looks like um, there, there is a, a couch um, in front of a uh, uh, it's like a, a fireplace that's 
built into the wall. Um, you have a couple of, um, you have kind of a lounge chair um, that's over to the side uh, next to the couch. There's a little end table that's ornately carved. There's um, looks like a, a harpsichord, like a like a piano instruments um, off to the side. There's a coat rack with um, some some disheveled uh, cloaks on on it, and uh, there's um, a painting off to the side um, that's it's on the ground um, that's covered up. Any black cloaks in that um, group of cloaks? On the code rack? Yeah. Uh, give me an investigation check. All right. Uh, seven. Seven. You notice uh, there are two black cloaks, and they are not dusty. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> <Zach>. <laughs> your look. This this code rack is not as dusty as everything else. And with uh, your investigation check, as you kind of notice that, you also notice the slightest of footprints. Oh, fellas, look over here. Now, which way does it look like this is going? They look like they were going uh, up to this room. They're going around this room. And then they sort of just end at the at the coat rack. Well, that's curious, huh? It's a very fine wood coat rack. It's got like little, you know, little loops and a couple of prongs going off to the side. And it's a dark cherry wood. Hmm. Yeah, and he checks the coat rack for feet, hidden or obvious. I mean, it just has the 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 coat rack wooden feet, you know, of, of a, of a wooden coat, but not feet that would match the footprints. No, no. It's, it's, it's more like little, little knobbies. Interesting. Oh, Yenny, are you, were you thinking that the coat rack itself was walking around? No. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Oh, okay. You can't discount anything. We saw that weird spider lady. This could be like a weird bear coat rack. That's true. Nothing's off the table. Well, so we better take these we... cloaks just in case. All right. Well, should we draw another room? Do we, can we tell yes, where the let's continue on? Can we tell where the footprints came from? They came from outside the door. Well, let's so try to backtrack and see if we can see where they go, where they came. Double from. back. You do see now that you're kind of looking at it that, that the footprints came up from where you came from, from behind the stairs, but they have not gone uh, to the the other room down the other hallway. They did not go that way. So not into the bedroom that we were in before or not into the the room that's continuing down this hallway. I'll, I'll say that uh, just given, you know, you, you kind of double track back a little bit. It looks like they did go into the bedroom. It might have gone up the stairs, but it didn't go into the, the whatever the second bedroom from on the left hand side that, that you're at, uh, near right now. Gotcha. Second room, I should say. Well, while we're here, let's check those rooms. Okay, so there's one more room. Um, it's at the end of the hallway on the left, and you go in, and it looks like a uh, larger bedroom this time. A master bedroom, if there was one. Uh, it has a larger four-poster bed. 
Um, this one is immaculately made. It's it's a double mattress. There's covers. Um, there's pillows on the side. Um, it's got like these kind of frilly ends, and it's 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 made as if it were just made fresh. And there's a bunch of other stuff in the room that's that's very um, dusty. And there's there's a cabinet. Um, there's a, a dressing table. There's there's a, a mirror. Uh, and then there's this shiny new bed. <laughs> and it doesn't look dusty. The way that uh, you can make an investigation check. Okay. It's kind of hard to tell because of the darkness. Fourteen. 14. Um, you get a little closer and you look around. It's like, oh, I guess there's a little bit of dust on there. Just then, uh, a large tentacly kind of shape comes out from under the bed and wraps around Melbourne's leg, starts pulling you towards it, and ah. a large gaping mouth from between the mattresses with large, sharp teeth goes... <laughs> and I need you cool. to roll initiative. <laughs> It's the bed. It's the, the bed, bed that eats people. <laughs> Some, the, there's no monster <laughs> under the bed. It is the bed. <laughs> All right, Yenny, you're going to be up first. Um, you see your paladin friend get yanked down, knocked prone, pulled in leg first into this large five foot wide mouth of a bed. Um, and it's and this tongue kind of wrapping around two sets of teeth and it's just pulling him in closer. Uh, what would you like to do? Got it. So he's in the process of being pulled in. So the yes. tentacles are all still out and about. Yeah. Okay. Can I essentially dash or jump in the air and then bring my axe down on some of the tentacles Ab that are pulling absolutely. in? Yeah. Okay. Go for it. All right. <laughs> well, uh, I'm sorry. I got things out of order. First, I got a rage. Okay. <laughs> so let's rage. Yes, rage is a bonus action. And now, once I'm raged up, now I go ahead. Yeah, I go ahead. Yenny smash. <laughs> All right. Is a 19 going to hit? Um. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Sweet. All right. It's a bed. It's a bed. You're going to hit a bed. <laughs> <laughs> it's dex is zero. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And we're looking at uh, 12 damage. 12 damage. All right. You slice into this bed with blood axe. Blood axe is like, oh, yeah, yeah. Now it's what we're talking about. Chop it up. <laughs> um, and uh, is that your turn or you have another attack? Uh, I have another attack. Can, can uh, am, am, am I am I hitting like the bed itself or like the tentacles? Oh, that's uh, if you're going to go after the tentacles. Um, it's still you mm -hmm. you chopped a good chunk of the tentacle, but it's still it's pretty it. thick. It's like a like a big thick tongue. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go for like a second chop right. and hope I can. Let's, get let's it go all for it. Off. Yeah. So, all right. Ooh, hoo -hoo, natural twenty, Ooh. baby. That twenty. Okay. Yeah. Woohoo! Um, that is gonna hurt. So go ahead and uh, give us some damage. Yeah. Double the dice. Okay. Yep. This is gonna take a minute. Let's see. Okay. 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 
<laughs> All right, uh, just two more. <laughs> Jeez! <God>. Wow. <laughs> uh, twenty-nine damage. Oh wow. All right. Uh, yeah, you chop off the uh, the, the tentacle tongue that's kind of grabbing Melbourne, and with a yank, um, the the what's left of you know, the sort of top part of the tongue that's hanging onto your leg, Melvin, it just yeah, it still kind of wraps, uh, wraps around and, and it starts to kind of fling on its own. And then the, the severed part of the tongue goes back and the bed just rears and, and you see these other little tenderly pseudopod kind of things coming off to the side and you have made it very mad, but it's also very hurt. So um, <laughs> uh, that is your turn. And then, Oh, you want it as, as as a final bonus action? <laughs> Can I just throw some quills into its mouth? Uh, we've already used your bonus action to rage, but ah, uh, that's you true. can that's you can true. hold that. For yeah, next I'll, I'll wait till next. All time. right, Deidre, you're up, followed by Igneous. All right. So first things first, I want to see if with my dark hands that I have not touched anything with yet at this yeah. point, I can grab one of the tentacles before I try to stab it and like chop it off with my rapier. Sure. Um, so you can. So your action is to hold a tentacle, and and then you want to chop it off with a rapier. Like I basically, right? yeah, I want to like grab and chop. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Um, you grab one of these tentacles that's flying around. Uh, I, I need you to give me a dexterity uh, check um, to see if you can grab one because they're whipping around 18. really quick. 18 will do it. Um, so you grab one. Immediately as you grab it, your hands glow this black kind of crackling necrotic energy. And um, give me a D6 roll. Five. Five. Okay. It takes five points of this kind of energy draining damage. And you gain five hit points. What? Even if do you get, don't like, need it. Do I get temporary hit points or... Temporary hit points. Dope. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's a necrotic kind of life sucking. Um, Ooh, I like that. All right. Damage. And now can I try and chop um, it? Or? Yeah, and now now you can make a rapier attack. You want it to be deadly. <laughs> there, you got some necrotic hands. <laughs> Fifteen to hit. It's gonna hurt your social life. Yeah, that's true. Fifteen to hit. Uh, 15 will hit. Yes. That'll be 12 damage. Okay, 12. All right. This thing is already looking hurt. Um, all right. Anything else? Do you want to move or? I'm going to see, because Yenny's already all up in it, right? Yeah. I'm going to see if I can kind of get so that I'm opposite of her so that I'm strategic for next time if I can do that without provoking an attack of opportunity yeah I mean it's all pretty close quarters so yeah. um, you you kind of uh, parry around you know and, and get behind Yenny um, Igneous you're up all right I'm gonna cast hex on the okay. bed ooh new feet new hex part of my fey touched feet I've learned the spell hex I can cast it once per long rest without using a spell slot so each of my attacks will do an extra d6 of necrotic damage and then I'm going to jump on it and kick it I'm going to just, just <laughs> jump 
kick into it. You're jumping it. on the bed. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't jump on the bed, Igneous. All right, you're going to jump on it and kick it. <laughs> you're going to attack? Yes. Are you attacking with your extra... I'm going to lead with my, with my foot that has a bonus foot. <laughs> okay. Just see how that goes. We Jeff is shaking his head, <laughs> just rolling his eyes internally. All right, go ahead and give us an attack. What a ridiculous game. I know, right? Uh, 19 for the attack. 19 will hit. So that's 11 damage plus... The hex will do an additional five damage for 16, plus the extra foot automatically does one more. <laughs> yeah, one damage. Yeah. So it's that strike is 17, <laughs> and then one tiny pah for or 16 plus one for 17. And then I'll Same. kick it again. My other leg. That's going to be 23 to hit, and eight plus three, nine, 10, 11 damage. So okay. 17 and 11. Pa -pa! Oof. You just hear it. And they go. Ugh! It kind of reels again. It's just, it's in pain. Um, all right. Is that your turn? Yes. It is the bed's turn, uh, followed by Theo. So the uh, the bed is going to scream. And, you know, it's kind of got uh, Theo right in front. Uh, sorry. Melbin right in front of it. Uh, Yenny is the one that chopped off its tongue. So it's actually going to go after... Go after Yenny. Um, it's going to make uh, a pseudopod attack uh, first with um, a different kind of shape. It sort of pulls in its its pseudopod tongue and reforms it and kind of comes out again and lashes out at Yenny. Uh, Twenty-two to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. Okay. And you're going to take 18 points of bludgeoning damage. Halved. Okay. Yeah. Because you are raging. All right. And then you are considered um, grappled as well. Um, and then with a different pseudopod, uh, it's going to try to attack Igneous. Maybe a 20, 30, mm, 20. Okay. Gross. 23 bludgeoning damage. Ooh. All right. And then finally, it's going to, it's going to, um, can I move at all? Oh, I have 15 feet of movement. So it's going to like shuffle with its <laughs> four poster, four poster bed. It's going to be like, tuk -a, tuk -a, tuk -a, tuk -a. <laughs> and it's just really creepy. This big bed is like, ah, da, 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 da. and, uh, and it shuffles up to Melbourne and it's going to make a bite attack at you and uh, 24 to hit. That'll hit. Yeah. This thing has no AC, but it's beefy. Um, you're going to take uh, 21 points of slashing damage. That, oh, and also you are grappled. <laughs> okay. Um, so, Yenny and uh, and Melbin, you're you're grappled and it's sticky and you're you're having trouble moving and you're like, oh, God, it's, oh, it's just it's like you're just stuck to it. Um, oh, and I should say, sorry, Igneous, 
you're also stuck to it as well. <laughs> as soon as you landed, your feet, including your extra foot, as you punch, you're like, kick, kick, and then, and you can't pull your other foot free. It's just, it's just kind of stuck. Gross. Mm. Mimics are sticky and gross. All right, uh, Theo, or this particular one is, um, Theo followed by Melbourne. So Theo, you're up. All right, Theo's going to summon uh, two brown bears. Okay. To come in. Uh, one of them starts scratching its back on one of the posts. Okay, go get them, boys. And um, yeah, so they're going to uh, do their thing. Um, and then for my bonus action, I will uh, cast Shillelagh on my okay. staff. And that'll so be the bears for uh, my turn. go forward. Uh, why don't you have them... Um, Go ahead and roll attacks. All right. So they do two attacks each, one with their bite and one with their claws. Yeah. Uh, So a 13 to hit. That'll hit. 17 to hit. That'll hit. 15 to hit. Yes. And a 17 to hit. So they will do... Oh boy. Total of. Okay, let me do some math on this thing. Let's see. So it's. All right, do some math and then just let me know. Melbourne, yep. go ahead. All right, um, I'm grappled, but I can attack from the grapple position. You can attack with disadvantage. All right, I will. Can I attack specifically the thing holding me to try to, like, get out? Sure. Okay. I mean, well, so if you want to get out, you have to uh, make a. Um, Strength check. Um, no, I'm just gonna attack it. I, I don't mind taking okay. the disadvantage. So take, yeah, attack with disadvantage. All right. So attack number one. Uh, eleven plus eleven is twenty-two. Oh no, sorry, that's yep. the that that's the that's the better one. Uh, okay. Two plus eleven is thirteen. Ooh, that's gonna miss. <laughs> okay, but. <laughs> But the other one would have hit? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, so 22 would have hit. So my new feat, one of the things it does is if I have disadvantage and I miss, but the higher would have hit, uh, it takes five damage from... It takes my strength uh, modifier, which is okay. fine. Okay. All right. All right. All right. That's fine. It's fun. Okay. And then my other attack... <laughs> five damage. All right. Yeah. yeah. Other attack is... Uh, exa- is Almost exactly the same. It's the same lower bound, so that'll miss. But does a does a twenty hit? <laughs> twenty will hit. Yes. Okay, so same deal. It's another five damage. Okay. Yay! My feet didn't completely suck. <laughs> it did something? <laughs> no, it's 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 very useful. <laughs> all right, um, all right. That's uh, Melbourne's turn. Um, Update for the bears. <laughs> okay, so um, they they both did bites. They did two claw attacks for a total of 34 damage. 30, 34, okay. That's pretty good bear attack. Their names are Pearl and Maven. <laughs> okay, of course, of course. I picture, I, I picture them sounding with those names like two, like, boomer aged ladies just like kind of like complaining to each other <laughs> about how things are going. This bitch oh, Pearl, uncomfortable. I thought, 
I thought exactly. we were gonna get to just relax, but we're already being put to work. There's just no respect. Ah, I hate it. <laughs> Claude, <laughs> no one can hear. It's Thanks, no uh, Thank you, guys. That's exactly what I had in my head. <laughs> All right. Uh, the the mimic. It's the top of the round. The the, uh, the bed lets out this high pitched yeah yeah, yeah. and then from the side uh, you see uh, the mirror and also oh, the no. cabinet uh, start sort of shaking and shimmering a little bit and this cabinet kind of and it kind of lumbers in uh, as well towards you it's like beauty and the beast but with mimics that's horrible (laughs) i love it it's horrible horrible. uh yenny it's your turn all right what do i gotta do to get out of this grapple um give me a strength strength saving throw all right. But uh, don't you take that as a, I get an advantage? advantage. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, no, not uh, not saving through a strength check. Check. I think. Yeah. With advantage, yeah. baby. If this whole scenario is based on Beauty and the Beast with XX Bloody Heart as Belle, hats off, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got I got lots of time for that. <laughs> Remind me to tell you what my notes say. <laughs> uh 22. 22 will do it. Uh, you ungrapple yourself and the stickiness, it just, it's a trail of slime and uh, comes off your leg and it's just... Uh, so you're free. That's your action. Uh, you're still raging, but... Um, but I can do a bonus a action. Bonus right? action, yes. I'm gonna quill it All up. Right, kill it. Quill it. Uh, give us a... Get, just, just do a regular attack. Yeah. D20 plus your dex mod. Okay. Strength mod, sorry. Uh, nine. Nine is going to miss, unfortunately. So the quills Aww. go wide. Um, I, I need... Uh, <laughs> um, uh, Igneous, I'm going to have you make a dexterity saving oh, throw no. with disadvantage. Because you are grappled. <clears throat> I can probably handle that. Sorry, Iggy. 20 rolled two 11s plus nine 20. boom that's gonna dodge you you kind of like you know <laughs> these quills go uh past you they make his outline like him on the yeah he's like ah um all right the uh mirror and the uh the cabinet um the uh come up uh, next in line, um, they one of them is going to attack Deidre. The cabinet kind of slumbers up behind you, and these little pseudopods come out from it. It's going to try to attack you. Oh, it, Just... it rolled a crit. Oh, oh. I mean, oh, oh, thanks. Uh, uh, it rolled a crit, and. Oh. Um, don't worry, they're just baby mimics. Um, uh, so that's uh, oh man, I, got, I rolled a one and a four. That's no fun. Uh, so uh, nineteen damage. Okay. Okay, that's um, and you are considered grappled. Melbourne, you're still grappled, I think. Yes. Okay, so the other one goes up to um, Theo. Uh-oh. And it's going to attack you um, for 
Uh, ten is gonna miss. Mm-hmm. All right, that's uh, that's its turn. All right, um, that's its turn, and Deidre followed by Igneous. So Deidre, you're grappled, so you can um, you can make an attack, but it's with disadvantage, or you can try to do other things, or you can try to get out. Strength two. Did you say I'm next, or is it Igneous? Uh, D- yeah, Deidre, you're next. Okay, I'm gonna by get out. I don't like being held pinned down to one place, so I want to attempt to escape that grapple. Strength do- check. Please. Uh, twenty-five. Ooh, that's not twenty. And a 25. I hit a 20 twice in a row. I'm not even kidding. What? Nice. Wow. Wow. Nice. All right. So Holy you just cow. kind of feel like a. Why did that have to happen like, on this, though? Like, <laughs> I mean, you got free. You're you got, so that's, free. That's something. So you kind of you you kind of twist it around. You do like a, a French double knot uh, kind of thing, and you twist down and around very nimbly and back bend and kind of come right back up. Daggers at the red, and you're like ha ha, and um, you are you definitely get out of that. Um, that's your action. Can you I bonus, action. bonus action to just like smack it with my hand, or is that an attack? <laughs> Um, or like in the act of ungrappling myself, can I like give it a little pinch with my fingers? Uh, no, Just I mean, <laughs> I mean, you can you can you know give it some harsh words if you want, but it's not gonna hurt. Yeah. Um, okay, well then that's all I got. My goal would be to put too. another person between me and the thing. Um, okay. So, which I thought I was trying to do last time, but I guess I didn't. So if you want to, you can you can shuffle behind uh, Melbourne is the only other one that's like kind of nearby. I want to go behind Melbourne without provoking opportunity because you're a rogue and Igneous, you're up. You are grappled by the feet on the leg by bed bed covers. (laughs) It's sticky, but my feet are also stuck to it. Like, can I still kick it or is it going to prevent that? Both of your feet are stuck to it. You're like, so you cannot kick it unless you try to escape. Hmm. Ha ha! I figured out a way to stump the monk. <laughs> stump the monk. Stump the stump monk. The monk. Stump, the stump the monk. <laughs> hmm. I gotta. I gotta come up with stuff to to hurt you guys. It's hard. I mean, you guys are superheroes at this point. So yeah, it's crazy when you start getting up in levels. I mean, at the level ten, it's like no joke. Yeah. Well, I think I'm probably gonna burning hands it then, so I don't have to touch it. Uh, Is that like a that's a projectile attack kind of thing? Yeah, it's like out of my hands, casting down into it, burning it. Yeah, sure. You just it's a dexterity saving throw to take three d six fire damage or half of that. Let's see. Oh, the it rolled a fifteen plus one, uh, so sixteen. Is my save? It's right around there. Where are we at? Uh, fifteen is my saving. Ugh, all right, yeah. So, uh, take... so you go to you go to shoot. There's like I'm. There's no way I'm gonna miss a bed. And right <laughs> as you go to shoot, it like shifts underneath you and throws off your equilibrium. And like, ugh, and you kind of shoot up to the side, and it it angles. It'll still take um, just three off. fire damage. Singed, okay. singed in the corner of it. Okay, that's fair. Um, All right, takes three damage. C- catches one of the fake. Um, can I try to shadow step blanket. out of it with my bonus action? 
Unless it has an anti-magic duvet cover. It doesn't. <laughs> uh, I didn't think of that. Thanks, Jeff. Um, <laughs> I'm here for you, buddy. I want yeah. us to die, too. An anti-magic um, four-poster bed canopy. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's just an anti- anti-magic canopy. Um, then The next bed mimic that you fight. Um, uh, no, it does not. So, yes, you could <clears throat> shadow step. All right. I'll do that into the corner or something. <laughs> All right. Igneous disappears. Um, into the corner, right behind the mirror. Yes. It is the bed mimic. So uh, you just went away. It's not going to attack you. Um, it is going to, let's see, it's attacking theater of the mind. Um, is uh, It's attacking Theo, I, or uh, not Theo, um, Melvin. All right. Yeah, I think everyone Pseudopod else has attack. escaped at this point. Yeah. Or engaging with somebody else. Um, so it's going to uh, make one attack at Melbourne. 21 to hit. That hits. It's going to be 14 bludgeoning damage. All right. And you are grappled. I already was. <laughs> uh, again. <laughs> uh, it's going to pull you in for a bite. So it's going to do a bite attack. Mm-hmm. 15. Miss. It's a miss. Um, then it's going to make another pseudopod attack at Yenny. Uh, 25 to hit. Which I'm assuming hits. Uh, you're going to take 18 bludgeoning damage. And you are grappled again if you weren't already. Boo. <laughs> All right. That's the bed mimic, Theo, followed by Melbin. Okay. So I am going to. Um, I hope you all get to the first floor. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of cool stuff there. <laughs> oh, no. I just went right past it. All right, tag with it. I'm going to cast Moonbeam. Oh, okay. And I'm going to Moonbeam on the on the uh, Mimic, on the bed Mimic. All right, so it has to do a con save. Yes, con save. Ten. It's a big ten for the bed. Uh, it's a big fail for the bed, so it's going to take... Yep. That's just a perpetual beam of radiant moon damage, right? <laughs> it's just, yep, it's just a little stay, and then I can move it around. So it just starts going, ah! take the full 2d10, so it takes 12 damage of moonbeam energy. Just imagine. Blah, 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 blah. 12? Yep. And then I will, for my bonus action, I will cast my spirit totem. This time I will use the bear spirit. The bear spirit will grant you and our and my allies might and endurance. Each creature of your choice in the area of the spirit gains temporary hit points equal to five plus my druid level. So everybody within here gets uh, 16 uh, temporary hit points. And you get advantage on strength checks and sa- strength saving throws while in this aura. So that ought to get, wow. it, yeah. get out of there. That is super powerful. Yeah. That is... That's that's a good move. Good and move. the bear spirit will also embolden my bears. Uh, they're going to attack <laughs> the bed again. Double bear. Double bear. All right. All right. Just give me some damage when you got it. Yeah. I'm going to let just just let me know the damage when you got it. And uh, Melbourne, go ahead. All right. Uh, Melbourne. I, so I believe the only people grappled right now are me and Yenny. Is that correct? Okay. Uh, I would feel the need to protect Yenny uh, in this case. So this is me telling you 
I am feeling that need. Uh, my plan is yeah, you have this un uh, unparalleled need to be like, no, I have to protect Yenny, and uh, you make your way. You you feel compelled to get in front uh, to to protect her. Right. Essentially, now I you're am... both grappled. Okay, but I feel so, that but... I feel that need. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then I will do what I was thinking I might do. I will misty step <laughs> out of okay. the tentacle, which is a bonus action. Yeah. Um, and I will get uh, between Yenny and the bed, and then I will attack the tentacle holding Yenny. The pseudopod okay. holding Yenny. Yep. 18 mm-hmm. to hit. Mm-hmm. That'll do it. All right. And then uh, for the other attack, it's 26 to hit. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> uh, let's see, so a couple of d8s in here. Bed's not wearing its leather armor. <laughs> it's just just a comforter. <laughs> that's a that's a total of twenty-seven damage. Okay, it's looking pretty hurt. Got some damage for me, Theo. Yes. So uh, one bear completely missed. The other one got a bite and some claw attacks in. So eighteen damage. Bed's kind of crumpling to the side. Um, it's the top of the round. Uh, Yenny, you are up. All right. Um. Uh, you are grappled, but also um, the, uh, Melbin is in front of you, valiantly protecting. <laughs> He's like, I will protect you. Stand back, Bed. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, that's what we're saying tonight. <laughs> Some fights are more heroic than others. I want to see fan art of this. <laughs> <laughs> the epic bed battle. You never knew. Uh, Yanni, what you got? So uh, aside from breaking free from the grapple, would I have any sort of other actions available? You can uh, attack. Or should I just focus on uh, if you If you don't attack in some way... You'll lose your rage, so. Yeah, got it. So you can okay. you can attack. Full attack does can count as an attack. Yeah. Okay, so I should still focus on uh, breaking free then. I'll, I'll do another strength check. Okay. Uh, and, and oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Strength check. Strength strength check with disadvantage, please. With and then because you have rage, it's just a straight strength check. Uh, that's pretty bad. Uh, nine is it gonna do it? You, you struggle, and because you of your smaller frame, uh, you're not able to get free of the pseudopod. Could I still launch a quill attack while grappled? You can certainly try. Okay, I I would love to attempt an attack it. with disadvantage. Okay. Okay. Uh, 13. Just misses. Oh. So sorry. So you Brutal. throw out the quills. Everybody else is like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Yenny! <laughs> quills go flying. Um, it's not looking good for Yenny. Uh, the baby mimics. Um, so uh, the mirror who's uh, right behind Theo attacks. Uh, this time it's 20. Dirty 20. That'll hit. All right. Uh, you take eight points of bludgeoning damage. Um, then uh, the other one, which is behind. Oh, and you are grappled, Theo. Oh. 
The one that's uh, the that was the mirror, the cabinet that's near Deidre, or actually, no, because Deidre ran away. So I'm going to say it shuffles up to Yenny, <laughs> uh, who's on the ground, grappled, so it's going to make an attack with advantage. Um, and does an 18 hit? It hits. Uh, that's going to be 11 bludgeoning damage. So it just slams down. <laughs> it's this kind of sticky thing, and now you are Double grappled, one on each side, it's just sort of double grappled. stretching you like like from the arms and from the legs. Just, ah! Deidre, you're up, followed by Igneous. Dope! I'm gonna hit it. Uh, can I? Am I able to position myself where I get advantage? Uh, the bed. Yeah. Or the other mimics. Or the what? Yes. There's two other mimics that are attacking, um, but there's the also the big like bed. That is like the one that's closest to being dead, though, right? Well, it, it's it, as much as you can tell as a as a bed is being hurt. <laughs> it looks disheveled. Um, I want to break the bed. Okay. All right. Um, go ahead and yeah, you can. I can get it. Attack get with my... advantage. Woo! Okay, um, that's going to be a dirty 20 and a 29 to hit. That'll do it. And that's going to be 11 damage plus 23, so that'll be 34 damage. Uh, it's going in. And you kind of, one of its legs just go out, goes out from underneath. And it's it's looking real hurt. Um, still okay. alive. And I want a, a bonus action get back behind whoever's closest to me. Yeah, Igneous. Alright, having escaped the clutches of the sticky bed, I'm gonna do the exact same thing that I did in the first place, with the jump at it and kick it with my foot foot. Okay. <laughs> Alright, you jump forward, land on the bed, jump on the bed again. Uh, it kind of breaks you know this sort of this like it's just sort of like poof, mute. what would be springs but it's not quite springs it feels like ribs um because you've felt cracking ribs before so you break on it yeah. and and uh just your little your little um foot <laughs> just goes it's the killing blow and uh with that uh, Igneous, uh, describe your victory. <laughs> <laughs> it had one hit point left, so. <laughs> I think I kick into it and land on it, and then just, like, I mean, I think I guess just leading, leading with that little tiny foot with its, like, it's it's all pointed and, and, and jabby, and that's just, like, the first thing to hit it, and it just, like, Jabs right through the middle of it. Splinters fly up everywhere and bedding and feathers and pillows and the bed is no more. Booze and pus and stuff like that. Me standing on my All three right. feet right in the middle of it. I've got more attacks to hit stuff with then. Yep. And there's two other uh, two other mimics still. Alright, I think I'm fairly surprised by that first attack and I'll jump back towards the mirror one. What are the two? The mirror and the... Mirror and a cabinet. Alright, I'll attract gotcha. the mirror with another... Second kick. Oops. All right. Uh, I'm going to say make a dexterity 
check with disadvantage because you killed the mimic, but it's still sticky. Mm. So, gotcha. so you got to get out of that. Oh, or, sorry. Make a strength check with disadvantage, not a dexterity check. Okay. It's going to be but, potentially better. Oh, it's a five. <laughs> but uh, with advantage because of the bear spirit. So, That's right. Uh, just a straight roll. So just a straight roll, whatever your first roll was. Now I've done like three rolls. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I think it was a 15. 15. All right, that'll do it. So you're able to jump out. This trail of stickiness kind of follows you, but you're able to do like a backflip and you land next to the mirror and give another strike. All right, that's a 19 hit and damage is 13. That will that will hit. And then I want to damage 13. What's it called? Flurry of blows and hit it two more times with my hands. Okay. See All if right. it gets stuck to it. Uh, so that's a 19 for a total of 13 damage and last strike 23 for a total of 15 damage. Hmm. Um, yeah, you punch it. it it's uh, super hurt, uh, and you're stuck to it. <laughs> Just hang. <laughs> One foot and two hands are stuck on it. <laughs> uh, so you're grappled um, by the mirror, and it's this weird, like, you're in the mirror. It's kind of like a matrix, you know, kind of thing. You're, like, stuck in there. Like, you see this mirrorous kind of porous substance. Um, it's it's weird. It's, it's uh, trippy. Um, feels weird. All right. Yeah. Um, Theo, you're up. No, wait. Sorry. That was Igneous. The bed is dead. Dead bed. Theo, you're up. Followed by Melvin. Okay. Um, I'm going to... So you, you are grappled by the one that Igneous just punched. I think. Okay. So then I will attempt to escape the grapple. Yep. Oh, four. I don't think we'll do it. <laughs> uh, but I will move the uh, moonbeam. I'll move the moonbeam yes. over to it. Okay. And um, to the mirror. Yes. Yeah, so that's a con save. Okay. Or I'm sorry. Uh, yep. I think you're right. Uh, roll the yeah. twelve does not pass so it'll okay. take 14 does the moonbeam only hit enemies I think it's bad question Matt shut it. up Matt yeah <laughs> you kind of choose you won. <laughs> 14 uh, describe your victory Ooh, um, the uh, light of the moon uh, enters was it the mirror yes uh, enters the mirror and like adds extra light energy and it uh, like bounces around and then it goes pew, and it just kind of uh, so I'm going to add light. to this so it hits the mirror and the moonbeam reflects into the mirror and beams across and hits the cabinet with its with it, the same beam reflecting it and just psh, psh, ah! <laughs> just like the <laughs> Skeksis from the Dark Crystal like ah <laughs> And both of them just melt um, with this moon energy, and uh, you've defeated the mimic room. Woohoo! 
Good Huzzah. job. Everyone's sticky, sticky and kind of covered in pseudopod grossness. But uh, I hate it. yeah, you've done it. Um, with that, I also need everybody to make another wisdom saving throw. Mm-hmm. Plus four, everyone. Yep. 14. 21. 21. 15. 21. Melbourne, what'd you get? 21. Okay. Who got 14? I did. Okay. Theo. Uh, the the heat of the battle. Um, it's uh, it kind of catch your breath a little bit. Uh, the bears are still around, right? Yep. For one hour. Okay. For one hour. Okay. For a um, and does that, does the weasel go away after that? No, he sticks around much longer. So he sticks around for like 12 hours. Gosh. Okay. So you got two bears, a weasel, a porcupine. Porcupine friend. <laughs> um, does the totem bear spirit stick around? That will go away eventually. Yeah. Okay, I'm just trying to keep track of your zoo here. Okay, um, so you you feel pretty good. Uh, it's you know healing. You know there's there's kind of a second to catch your breath, and you look down, and your feet um, have kind of turned. Uh, look down, and your your where you have boots on your ogre big ogre beat, uh, feet um, have kind of uh, c- turned in a little bit, and now they're kind of like a like a claw foot. It's like this claw foot kind of thing. And they're kind of have this coppery gold color. It's still your feet, but but they're just like. Oh, I'm the old dogs are howling today. Oh, something's <laughs> going on. Um, and at that point, you also get a communication from uh, your weasel, your ferret. Sorry, Denny. Denny, who says. Hey, 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 I don't know where you, I, I'm downstairs. I went downstairs while you guys were, uh, whatever you're doing. Uh, you should come down here. Oh, okay. Cool stuff down here. Okay, I, I guess we'll go kitchen. downstairs. You skipped it before. I found a kitchen, and uh, I found uh, there's a kitchen, and there's a dining room, and you can have something to eat, and um, there's also uh, a, a room with a lot of books. Ooh, are you guys hungry or would you like a book? I'm a bit hungry. Okay, let's <laughs> let's head to the kitchen. All right, we'll we'll find I'm you. Sticky mirror parts and feathers off of me. Yeah. Okay, so you head down Come on, bears. Uh, to you head down to the kitchen, uh, or I say it should say you start to head down out of this room, this far bedroom. You notice there's a kind of a shift in the air. Um, as uh, as the uh, as you head down and you hear this um, as you pass the other bedroom, um, you hear this. Uh, <clears throat> kind of coming from the bedroom. Um, or sorry, not the bedroom, the the study that that had the fireplace and the lounge or the kind of a chair and the coat rack the cloaks you know this kind of mumble and stumbling out from the 
room, you see a humanoid male, um, young, thin, dark hair, all black uh, attire. And Jeff, what does XX Bloody Heart say? Oh, oh good. You guys are here? Or uh, uh, prepare to die? I'm not sure which exactly you are. Those sound uh, like the words of an assassin. (laughs) (laughs) All right, and that's where we're going to end tonight's uh, episode. (laughs) (laughs) He was picking up right rack. He was a coat rack. The cloak rack. See? See? I was looking for the (laughs) the whole time. That's amazing. (laughs) 